Hello and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. I'm your host this week as editor Ross Crawford is off on his holiday. My name is Claire Bullivant and I hope you stick with me for the next 20 minutes or so for this week's biggest local news stories from the Redditch Standard. I'll also take you through my top picks of things to see and do this coming week in town and I also chat to 6th Dan karate guru Lawrence Elcock from the Bushido Karate School about his brilliant karate class at the Abbey Stadium. But starting with this week's local news and starting with some good news. Latest statistics show that more businesses were established in Worcestershire during 2019 than in any previous year. 9,971 new companies were registered compared to 6,889 during 2018. That's an increase of 44.7% in one year. Incredible. The figure brings the total number of registered companies in Worcestershire. Guess how many there are? Yes? Were you close? 43,247. That's up from 37,800 at the end of 2018. It is Bromsgrove with the highest number of new businesses, 5,500 and 30 of them, followed by Witchhaven, 1,352, and Wire Forest, 1,112. Redditch was fourth with 800 set up last year, Worcester fifth with 683, and the Malvern Hills had 485 new businesses started last year. And this picture is mirrored nationally, apparently, with an all-time high of nearly 700 thousand new businesses formed in the UK as a whole last year. So that's some positive news. Let's hope this trend and positivity continues. One thing people are very worried about, obviously at the moment, is the coronavirus, especially in Alfchurch, where 48 pupils and five members of staff are currently on a skiing trip in northern Italy. But thankfully, the resort that they are in is said to be well removed from the Category 1 areas where some Italian towns are now in lockdown. We've heard a letter has been sent out to all the parents of the children at the Child Alf Church C of E Middle School to reassure them over the coronavirus fears. Head teacher Mr David Snell said the parents of pupils on that trip and the staff attending have been provided with the latest public health information for people returning from northern Italy, but they are not in the Category 1 zones. He says there's no need to self-isolate, but to carry on as normal unless anyone starts showing symptoms. He also said his party is not travelling back through any Category 1 zones as they are staying on the Swiss border and will return through Geneva. So the school are taking sensible precautionary measures, including, he says, that he's telling all um, all the children the important message of catch it, bin it, kill it. Another school in Withall has instructed 38 of its pupils to isolate though themselves at home for two weeks over fears of a coronavirus outbreak there. It must be said this is just precautionary action after pupils from Woodrush High School returned to the UK from a trip in the Falsade region of northern Italy. Six members of staff who returned with the children on February the 22nd have also been told to stay at home. At the moment, the health information we have been given is to not panic, but anyone experiencing flu-like symptoms or after travelling back to the UK from certain countries, including China, Iran, Thailand, Japan, Republic of Korea, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, Malaysia, Macau, or areas of northern Italy, are advised to stay indoors and call the NHS on 111 for further information. 
Now some news from Redditch Borough Council, who have rubber-stamped its budget, which will see its council tax tax precept go up by the maximum of £5 per year. This is equivalent to 10 pence a week on a banned D property, taking it from £239 to £244. Last year, the council was told it needed to find up to £6 million in savings over the next three years or else run out of money. But it looks like they're making those savings. They are saving more than a quarter of a million pounds with the closure of one-stop shops. They've also withdrawn from the Rubicon Business Centre and are reviewing the voluntary community service funding. A further £467,000 has been found through a vigorous examination of costs and management review and changes to the dial a ride service. The authority has also been very lucky too as it got an unexpected £494,000 in new homes bonus from the government and thanks to some judicious um, pension fund investments in emerging markets by the county council scooped an additional £480,000. Council leader Matt Dormer says he is focusing on running the services like a commercial business and where possible being more efficient and even generating income. Sounds good to me. And also some good news in that schools, streetlights and libraries in Worcestershire are set to be powered by green energy very soon. The green energy will come from a a variety of renewable sources, including solar power, wind power and hydro wave power, and will all kick off on April the 1st. And no, this isn't a prank. It really is happening. Worcestershire County Council will also begin working with the Woodland Trust to plant 150,000 new trees in in our county and upgrade thousands of more streetlights to energy efficient LED lights. Great job, Worcestershire County Council. In other news, a crisis hit school in Redditch is set to become an academy after being placed in special measures. Roman Way First School, with the help of Worcestershire County Council, is now seeking a sponsor to take over its running. A damning Ofsted report released at the start of February described the school's quality of education as poor and the curriculum planning as weak. Inspectors said teachers did not have high expectations of their pupils who were making little progress in their learning and making the same mistakes time and time again. Councillor Mike Rouse, who has a daughter at Roman Way, said whilst he has every confidence in the spirit and aptitude of Neil Johnson and Holly Adams, who have stepped in as assistant head teachers, the school still doesn't have a head teacher on the ground. He says the county council-run school needs to address this matter first and foremost, even if it means bringing in a temporary replacement. We'll obviously keep you updated with news on that. And finally, a distraught mum is fearing for the safety of her five-year-old after a mice infestation in her council property. Shannon Keeville, aged 24, claims she has spent the last 12 months asking Redditch Borough Council to be rehomed. The situation reached new levels of despair recently when her daughter, Lily May, found two mice in her bed eating away at her quilt. A council spokesperson told us here at The Standard that the removal of any pests at a property is the responsibility of the tenant, as laid out in the tenancy agreement. They also said officers at the council had have been frequently contacting Shannon to help fix the issues at the property. Let us know what you think. Should our councils be responsible for things like this? 
Obviously, there is loads more news in this week's paper. Just go to redditstandard.co.uk. And don't go anywhere. I'll be right back with the best things to see and do this week in town. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Guide. I'm back with some of my top picks of things to see and do this weekend in and around the Redditch, Bromsgrove and Droitwich areas. Starting on Saturday the 29th of February, who loves a little bit of Little Mix? Well, We Love Little Mix is in Redditch at the Palace Theatre on Saturday night. And if you do love Little Mix, you are going to just love this show, featuring four fantastic singers and dancers who really capture the look, the sound and all those incredible dance moves of one of the UK's best-loved girl bands ever. Get your tickets quick and head on over to the Palace for a 6 p.m. start on Saturday night. Over in Droitwich on Saturday night at the Norbury Theatre, we have Music, Magic and More with Charlie Robinson. Illusionist Charlie Robinson is back for another memorable night with some of his brand new material. The content of the show remains a closely guarded secret. So we're not allowed to tell you much. Not that we know it, but we're not allowed to tell you anyway. But it is filled with mystery, shock and will leave you wanting more apparently. Charlie is an incredible illusionist and he's going to be joined by three support acts too who will perform throughout the show it's going to be a great night 7 30 p.m start there get your tickets from the norbury theater over in bromsgrove on saturday evening we have clearwater credence revival at artrix did you know last year marked the 50th anniversary of the legendary woodstock festival along with santana Jimi hendrix joe cocker the who janice joplin and a host of other iconic artists credence creewater revival burst onto the scene and five decades on yes five decades the spirit power quality of their iconic songs are still as great and powerful as ever pete barton the vocalist actually he was also in the animals and the boomtown rats very impressive right so catch them while they're here in bromsgrove it's going to be a great saturday night 7 30 p.m start at artrix also, loads of live music going on all over the place once again on Saturday evening. To mention just a few, Crazy Legs, great local band there. They're going to be on at the Hot Pole in Bromsgrove on Saturday evening. Craig Seney and Mick Moreau, they're going to be putting on a show at Aston Field Social Club in Bromsgrove on Saturday night. We've got the Face Stealers. They're going to be on at the Golden Lion in Bromsgrove Saturday evening. Band Easy, live music there at the Old Black Cross on the Worcester Road in Bromsgrove. Ricky Label, he's got his 60s night going on at the Gardener's Arms in Droitwich and the Britannia Beat. The great band there. They're going to be putting on a show at the Oust House in Redditch on Saturday evening. Oh, and also another top pick for Saturday night is Dane Baptist and his comedy show at Artrix in Bromsgrove. Dane is being hailed as one of the most exciting acts to break in years and was actually the first ever black act to be nominated for a comedy award at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. He's had incredible success with his debut stand-up show, Citizen Dane. He's completed two sold-out runs at London's Soho Theatre and he's since written and starred in his own BBC sitcom series and made numerous other tv and radio appearances he's a busy guy so catch him while he's here this most recent show is called the chocolate chip he's a very very funny man 8 p.m start on saturday at art tricks in bromsgrove 
Then a few things to mention for next week. On Tuesday, the 3rd of March, there's a space art exhibition at Artrix in Bromsgrove. This is running until the 5th of April. And it's an exhibition presented by Redditch Astronomical Society with support from the Royal Astronomical Society. I love everything to do with space and astronomy, so I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Then on Wednesday, the 4th of March, Nina Conti and her live comedy act show is in Redditch at the Palace Theatre. It's her and three new up-and-coming comedians who are apparently the ones to watch on the comedy circuit at the moment. I absolutely love Nina. Her comedy is just, it it just appeals to everyone, doesn't it? 8pm on Wednesday at the Palace in Redditch for that. On Thursday, the 5th of March, my topic is T-Rexity at the Artrix in Bromsgrove. Now, if you love Mark Boland and T-Rex like I do, you will know it was the most flamboyant and charismatic bands of all time, I think. Well, especially of the original glam rock era. Songs like Love to Boogie, Telegram Sam and 20th Century Boy. You just can't beat it, can you? And these guys are the closest thing you're ever going to get to the real thing. They're truly magical. I've seen them twice now at festivals and things, actually. Get your tickets quick from the Artrix. I've heard they're going very quickly. 8pm start on Thursday, the 5th of March for that. Obviously, there are loads more things going on this week, so do check out the full listings in the paper and also on our website. And remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know at The Standard so we can let everyone know. You're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. And now for our special feature, an afternoon with Redditch's Mr Miyogi. The 1984 Under-18 All-Valley Karate Tournament, I'll never forget it. It was one of the most epic finals of all time. Right up there with Baboa versus Creed, it was Karate's Rumble in the Jungle. Cobra Kai's two-time returning champ Johnny Lawrence was the best. This title was as good as his, but unknown fighter Danny LaRusso came from nowhere and took him down with a crane kick that ricocheted across the karate world forever. LaRusso was the best around and nothing was going to keep him down. And I became a fully-fledged karate fan on that day. Okay, I never actually went to a karate lesson, but You're the Best is on my top 10 playlist and I quote Mr Miyogi all the time. So you can imagine how delighted I was to go and spend an afternoon with Redditch's own answer to Mr Miyogi, Lawrence Elcock, sixth Dan from the Bushido Karate Club, which has been established for well over 30 years. Together with his sidekick, Sarah Burns, fourth Dan, they teach a fantastic class at the Abbey Stadium on Sundays for ages 5 to 75. And yes, you heard that right. You're never too old to give karate a go. Go sensei, no mercy. Here I am chatting to karate master Lawrence, who is a black belt six times over. And Lawrence, you own a company called Bushido. And every Sunday, you and the lovely Sarah Burns teach karate to the people of Reddit. Tell us all about it. Well, yes, I started karate when I was quite young. And I've just um, loved it ever since I started. And one of the things I wanted to do when I got my black belt was to teach others and try and get them interested in the martial arts. Um, It's been with me for years and years now. Oh, my goodness. I started in 1974. You don't look old enough. 
Oh, definitely. <laughs> and uh, sixth dan, that's pretty impressive. What yeah. does sixth dan mean? I've heard of the dans and everything. What, but how well, do you become sixth dan? Well, what happens is when you become a black belt, you usually uh, train between three and five years, then you get your black belt, and then you go through another two years for your second dan, three more years for third, fourth for four, fourth dan five for fifth dan and sixth dan is six years after fifth dan uh that's the minimum amount of time so i've been doing it quite a while and um it's really just been a black belt six times over but you just learn and try and perfect um more things as you go up the ranks as it were well you're pretty good that's what it means it means you're very very good in fact now your website says you focus primarily on traditional shokokan shotokan shotokan i didn't say it correctly did i what is that and why do you focus on that type of karate well first of all shotokan karate was started by gichin funikoshi um many many years ago and it's a style of karate where um, small people, uh, weak people, people with um, you know, not much muscles can actually perfect uh, self-defense te- techniques without having to be bulky and everything. So he was a very, um, he was a scholar, he was a, a sort of a feeble man who managed to make this martial art and it's one of the most popular martial arts there is out there I first of all started it in Bedford when I was quite young and it it was just something that fascinated me um, it was actually a friend of mine who took me along to a karate class eventually and I remember at school when he because he was my best friend when people used to pick on him I used to actually defend him and uh we were training away in karate and he lifted his foot and kicked me in the face. And I thought, oh my goodness. What is that? <laughs> What's so that move? I, so I thought, oh, I won't be able to do some of that. So, you know, when, I, when you're young, that's what you want to do, isn't it? You want to learn to fight while well, men do anyway. And then after years and years of doing it, I found that I really enjoyed all aspects of it. So mentally... Um, calming me down um, you know philosophy um, meditation the obviously these kumite the sparring and everything but after a while you grow out of your machoism and you start to understand that it's actually a martial art and it's it's served me well I've really enjoyed it And there's exciting news, isn't there? Because this summer we're going to see at Tokyo 2012 karate now for the first time in our Olympic Games. Is this a big, big news for the sport? Is it going to be really exciting and more people going to take up the profession or the art? Well, I hope so. It is very, very exciting. In Tokyo, we'll see what happens. There's some very, very good competitors that are going to be taking part. Um, especially from the Japanese team. They have some wonderful kata people. These are, when I say kata, they're forms. So imagine a set sequence of moves that um, 
they have meaning, so they're all defensive moves. And um, they're, they're done in, a, as I said, a sequence. And these are very, very difficult to perform correctly with balance, speed, power, grace, agility. And the Japanese have got some very, very, very good competitors. And I'm looking forward to seeing that especially. The fighting part, there are some excellent people that are going from different countries. So I, for one, can't wait to see it. So have we it got any? Exciting. Have we got any British contenders? Do we know anyone good on our side? Or oh, we have got some. Um, I don't know who's going at the moment. You're not um, going. No. No. Oh, you missed a trick there. No. Sixth Dan, you should be there. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm 62 years old, so I'm a bit old. This You're is joking. for. You this don't is look a, it. Karate's obviously kept you young and fit. Well, thank you very much. But let's just say this is uh, for the very young. So 20, 25, 30. Above that, nah, nah. Mm. But here in Redditch, so every Sunday you offer these classes. Yes. What age group? Is it young or is it everybody? Well, what we do is we usually um, have them, anybody can do it, but we try and start them off at about seven years old um, because we find that they have more attention span. Um, as I said, we've been doing it a while and I really enjoy it. What I really enjoy is watching children that start, or adults that start with us, knowing nothing, and then after a few years, they sort of are quite, you know, handy, and they, they've got confidence. It builds their confidence, and especially children, uh, self-esteem, self-defence. You know, it's just, it's just wonderful to see. I suppose it gives me a kick out of it because. You know, you get someone that's feeble, um, shy, and you've just moulded them into someone that comes out the other end just really confident. This really is reminding me of one of my favourite films ever. You are the Mr Miyagi taking all these Ralph Macchios and well, making them somebody. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it sounds like it. Are you more a Cobra Kai or a Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son, though? What, what type of... Are you the good guys? You're the good type oh, of guy. Oh, yeah, we are the good guys. You, you don't encourage yeah. the sweeping the leg or anything no, like that? No, 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 no. There's no need for that. Well, <laughs> so why should the people of Redditch come down to the Abbey Stadium? Is, is it... Are you saying it is for the whole thing? It's sport, it's confidence, it's... Well, what I, what I like is, is when you have families that come together... And it's something they can all share. For instance, you've got your little child um, starting. The mum and dad can help them out. And it's something that everybody has an interest together in. And, uh, well, it's just, it's just something that I personally think it's brilliant. Um, Sarah started with me 20-odd years ago, and... You know, she's going strong and she loves it. And she's a fourth dad now. Yes. And did you, yeah. so did you teach Sarah? Yes, I not, taught oh, Sarah. Oh, wow, amazing. So, you know, I've had, what I love as well is in all the clubs that I run all over the country, I've got them in Milton Keynes, I've got them in London area, I've got them in Coventry, Hinkley. In all the country, I have children and adults that have been with me a long, long time. And a lot of the children that started when they were six, they've 
they're adults now and you know it's just changed their life they still come training they still come back and see me those that have left most of them have gone on to university and they've got degrees and doctors and things like that and it's really wonderful you know it just gives me a kick as I said because it's I, I feel that I've had a chance to have an input in someone's life and it's and do you then um, take your students to all the competitions as well as yeah. part of your company and your group? Yes, we do. Yeah. We do a lot of competitions. Um, just recently I had five going to the World Championships, but I was teaching abroad so I couldn't go and see them. So um, they sent back that they've done pretty well. They went through a few rounds and they didn't win, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an experience. You know, when you get out there in front of thousands of people, two, three thousand spectators, it takes a lot of nerve and that sort of thing builds their confidence and, you know, they just did it. You know, you imagine you have a chai child, chai... Say that again? Shy child. Shy <laughs> child. It's early on a Sunday morning <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> have a shy child and he comes along and there's no way he'd think about getting out in front of two or three thousand people but after a few a couple of years of training and they've got their confidence they just get out there and they just do it they don't even think about it and it's just amazing really it's, so it's where good. can we sign up have you got a website well, have you got we have a website the website is called karatestarters.com and that gives you all the information. My phone number's on there. Sarah's is on there. And um, you just give us a ring, uh, have a chat with us, and then just come along and we can get you started, no problem. That's karatestarters.com. Lawrence, you've been amazing. I can't wait to see the class now. I've just seen some of the kids and adults as well running up the stairs earlier into the room. Um, they're all obviously really excited. It's obviously a fantastic class, and um, I'm going to have to give it a go one of these days. Well, please do. It'd be great to see you. Thanks so much. No problem. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. I'm sat here with Sarah Burns, who's a fourth Dan and actually teaches for the Bushido Company. Sarah, what's it like being a karate teacher? Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, we've got lots of students that come to us for confidence, fitness, a bit of discipline, and most of all self-defence. So just giving it, being able to give the children and the adults those skills is just immense. And Lawrence was saying you've been with this company for 20 years. You actually came through the ranks and now you're yeah. an instructor. 22 this year, 22. actually. You don't look old enough. <laughs> so, what, so I don't want to give you too much away about your age or anything, but how were you obviously very young when you started karate? Yeah, I was 10. Okay. I started in 1998. So. And now fourth dance. So you're pretty yeah. impressive. I try my best. <laughs> and being a woman in this um, sport, you got, it is a sport, isn't it? It's yeah, a sport mixed with a martial art, and it's a very male-dominated... Well, it used to be a very male-dominated sport but of course we've got lots of women that are involved and female teaching which sometimes gets a bit of a reaction from the dads when they come through the door oh so you're the teacher and, yeah, and you can't obviously see sarah but you're not um you're quite a slight young beautiful thing aren't you you're not you don't think of you don't look at you and think oh fighter but karate must give you a lot of confidence oh yeah totally 
Yeah. Totally. It, as a child, I was really shy, very insecure. And I started because I was bullied. An incident happened in the park with my friend. Oh, what happened? Um, I was just out with a friend playing at the park on the swings and another girl and her younger cousin decided that they were going to come and hit me and slap me and kick me. Um, and that wasn't an environment I was used to, so I didn't know what to do. And at that, my dad decided, went home, told my parents, and there was an advert in the paper for this particular club. And the very next day, we started and haven't not been training since. Oh, wow. And, of course, it isn't about fighting, is it? It is no. a lot about defence. Oh, totally. It's, yeah. And what sort of... Have you heard other stories like that of people coming up through the ranks, just getting yeah. that confidence? And... Yeah, very much so. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's all about getting the confidence, being able to have that ability to defend themselves if that situation were to arise. Ultimately, we teach our children and our adults, walk a thousand miles to avoid a fight, but don't back down if you're in that situation. Oh, I like that. It's a very good good. life lesson, isn't it? Nice little proverb. There's, There's exciting news that the International Olympic Committee have finally decided to incorporate karate into this summer's Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Are you excited about this? Yeah, totally. It'll bring us back. Um, It just brings people, makes us more popular again. I think a lot of people have forgotten about karate a little bit over the last few years with other sports, especially boxing. That's been quite a big one at the moment and mixed martial arts. So, yeah, I think getting karate back in there will be great for us. And what's the competition scene like here in the UK? Do you visit competitions all over the country? Um, We haven't done as much as we used to. I think we need to get back into that a little bit more. But, yeah, we do have competitions. We've got a nice club in Birmingham that we've partnered up with that will do some great competitions, ultimately to keep the children safe, but to give them that experience of being able to use their skills. That's mainly what that's about. So you teach the lessons here every Sunday at the Abbey Stadium, 1.30. So all age groups from 5 to 75. Yeah, Yeah. 85 if they want to, however old. Absolutely. And what's one piece of advice? Why should people join your class? Oh, it's just a way of life. It's everything. Karate is everything that you do. It's your defence, it's your discipline, it's your respect, it's your health, it's it's life. Oh, fantastic. You've been amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah. No, thanks for having us. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Lawrence and Sarah for chatting to us there. So how was my first karate lesson, I hear you ask? I was with about 20 of their students of all ages and abilities. And the first thing that really stood out to me was the students' discipline. Every single one of them hung on the instructor's every word. The concentration was powerful. I was thinking they need this kind of obedience in schools and the House of Commons. The afternoon flew by in a series of foot sweeps, knee strikes, axe kicks. And I think I even saw a LaRusso crane kick done to perfection by one of the smallest members of the club. I was thoroughly impressed. The crane kicker told me that karate is going to be included for the first time this year at the Olympic Games. And many feel that karate fever may well sweep the nation. I told him with those moves, he stood a good chance of making it onto Team GB in Tokyo. He told me he was only seven and he's aiming for 2024 in Paris. And when it came time to leave, I walked out of the Abbey Stadium feeling stronger and more confident somehow. From just one lesson, all those memorised Mr. Miyagi quotes take on deeper meanings and I may just wax my car and start painting the fence when I get home. I really do want more. Bushido, Bushido boss Lawrence leaves me with his own wise words as I bow out. He said, always remember that karate is within the 
the reach of everyone, regardless of age or fitness levels. So thank you so much for a great afternoon, Bushido Karate Club. You're the best. And to join the Bushido Karate Club, check out their website, karatestarters.com, or call Sarah on 073-93-917-121. You've been listening to the Reddit Standard Podcast. Thanks for listening. And to get in contact with us, please email the editor, Ross Crawford at editor at redditstandard.co.uk. Check out all the news on our website, www.redditstandard.co.uk or give us a call on 01527 588 688. Thanks for listening and have a great week. (laughs) 